it's time as the sun sets to just turn our attention to the Lord. Welcome to the program as the sun sets with me, Father Emil. I know that many of you look forward to this time. You're traveling home from work in the thick of the traffic and or you might simply be sitting at home waiting for this moment to begin that we can begin to praise the Lord and just to thank the Lord for what has happened during the course of the day. It's lovely to be with you again. Father Emil is my name and I hope that if you're sitting at home ready to set the ball rolling, take out your Bibles or your breveries, whatever it is you have, it's just great to be with you as we come to the end of the day. Another beautiful day here in Johannesburg today. I don't think we had rain anywhere today as far as I know. But uh, be that as it may, it's been a beautiful day. Lovely friends, I suppose. Hopefully you met some wonderful people today. I've been to a lovely function today in Santon. And uh, well, it's just great to be with you as we come to the end of the day. So let's begin by asking the Lord to be with us. Oh God, come to our aid. Oh Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
You cannot serve both God and wealth. Hear this, all you peoples. Give heed, all who dwell in the world. Men both low and high, rich and poor alike. My lips will speak words of wisdom. My heart is full of insight. I will turn my mind to a parable. With the harp, I will solve my problem. Why should I fear in evil days the malice of the foes who surround me, men who trust in their wealth and boast of the vastness of their riches? For no man can buy his own ransom or pay a price to God for his life. The ransom of his soul is beyond him. He cannot buy life without end, nor avoid coming to the grave. He knows that wise men and fools must both perish and leave their wealth to others. Their graves are their homes forever, their dwelling place from age to age, though their names spread wide through the land. In his riches, man lacks wisdom. He is like the beasts that are destroyed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You cannot serve both God and wealth. Store up treasure for yourselves in heaven, says the Lord. This is the lot of those who trust in themselves, who have others at their beck and call. Like sheep they are driven to the grave, where death shall be their shepherd, and the just shall become their rulers. With the morning their outward show vanishes, and the grave becomes their home, but God will ransom me from death and take my soul to himself. Then do not fear when a man grows rich, when the glory of his house increases. He takes nothing with him when he dies. His glory does not follow him below. Though he flattered himself while he lived, Men will praise me for all my success. Yet he will go to join his fathers, who will never see the light anymore. In his riches, man lacks wisdom. He is like the beasts that are destroyed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Store up treasure for yourselves in heaven, says the Lord. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive glory and honor. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed 
and were created. Worthy are you, O Lord, to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed men for God from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You made us a kingdom and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive glory and honor. Gospel reading this evening, taken from the Gospel according to Luke chapter 21, verses 5 to 11. When some were talking about the temple, remarking how it was adorned with fine stonework and votive offerings, Jesus said, All these things you are staring at now, the time will come when not a single stone will be left on another. Everything will be destroyed. And they put to him this question. Master, they said, when will this happen then? And what sign will there be that this is about to take place? Take care not to be deceived, Jesus said, because... Many will come using my name and saying, I am he, and the time is near at hand. Refuse to join them. And when you hear of wars and revolutions, don't be frightened. For this is something that must happen. But the end is not so soon. And then he said to them, Nation will fight against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and plagues and famines here and there. There will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. As you can hear, what's in the atmosphere is the end times, apocalyptic times, eschatological times, I should say. 
And uh, as we listen to Jesus now, let's remember a couple of things. Jesus is talking in the year about 33. And we know that it was at this time that he, he came to Jerusalem to die. He especially reached out to the poor. You remember yesterday he spoke about the widow, the widow who gave everything. She shared everything, the importance of sharing. We know how Jesus reached out to the marginalized in his day. But especially amongst the poor, because the poor were the ones who, ex who were exploited by the chief priests and the Pharisees and so on. And Jesus had very hard words for the chief priests and the Pharisees, because they would have exploited very much the people who came to the temple, and especially people like the widows. Instead of saying, you are widows, you need your help, don't worry about giving to the, to the temple and so on, they... They extracted everything they could from the rich and the poor alike, and especially from the widows. Now, in, in those days, uh, Jesus was talking to the people, and very especially it was the poor people. These were the ones who uh, were attracted to Jesus. And they were people who were God-fearing, the poor and the widows. They realized that the Lord was near. They were expecting the Messiah. They were the ones who had a deep faith and trust in the Lord. And there was an expectation at that time of the coming of the Messiah. There was also an expectation of the end times. And so Jesus, he slots into this and he speaks about the end times. And this language would have been very much understood by the people of his day, very much by the, the poor people of his day. But of course he's talking now to the people and to some of his, his disciples and he says, the end is about to take place. <laughs> so they say to him, but master, when will this happen? What sign will there be that this is about to take place? And then Jesus goes on, as we've heard. He says, don't be deceived, because many people will be coming and saying, I am he, and the end is near, and so on. And it's really saying, nobody knows when it is going to be. We simply need to stand ready for that time. And Jesus says, refuse to join all those people. Then he predicts. Now, remember, Luke was writing in about the year 85. So this is in the year 33. And Jesus says, everything you're looking at now is going to be destroyed. They, Jesus is sitting on the Mount of Olives, I suppose, looking at the, at the beautiful temple, which was the pride of the people. Everything you see. Everything you see before you is going to be destroyed. And, of course, it was destroyed destroyed in the year 70 when the Romans um, overran the city and destroyed the temple. There was nothing left. The beautiful temple completely destroyed. And so Jesus predicts this destruction of the temple. And he says all these things are going to happen. He says there are also going to be wars. Nation will fight against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There were many earthquakes at the time. There were many famines at the time. There were plagues. There were all sorts of things that took place at the time. And all these things were, so to speak, signs of the end. And so Jesus predicts all these different things were going to take place. But there will be people jumping on the bandwagon, saying there are earthquakes and plagues and famines and so on, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Jesus says, quite simply, just refuse to join them, because nobody knows when the end is going to be. So it's good to just keep in mind that Jesus is talking in the year 33 
in in the year 70, everything was destroyed. Luke is writing in the year 85 and is also giving encouragement to the poor, to the widows of his time in the year 85. When a lot of the destruction had already taken place, and no doubt a lot of destruction and famine and wars and earthquakes and so on were still taking place, but Luke is writing to give encouragement to the people saying Jesus predicted all these things were going to happen, but stand firm, stay faithful, be trusting, be trustworthy. Know that the Lord is with you always. But everything you see, all the things of this world, will be destroyed. So Jesus is really saying everything is going to be destroyed. Different things are going to be happening, and these things will be signs of the end times. But lots of people are going to think, they know when the end is going to be. And Jesus says, no, nobody knows when the end is going to be. So Jesus is giving encouragement to the people of his day, saying these things will come to an end, but remain remain firm in your faith. The Messiah is here, that the Lord is with you. Don't be afraid. We hear that so often in the Gospels. Don't be afraid. I will be with you always. We look at the world today and we say to ourselves, my goodness, Are we very different to those times when Jesus lived or when Luke lived? I don't think so. Even today, you get lots of people standing up and saying the end is near. They work it out scientifically and they say, oh, it's going to happen then and there. They've done this down through the ages and it's never happened because nobody knows when the end will be. So let's not be misled by people who say, oh, this is the end or that's the end. When we look at uh, plane crashes or when we look at earthquakes taking place or when we look at wars and famines and things, these things are all going to take place. But what we are called upon to do, yes, is to pray, but never to lose our faith and our trust in the Lord and to remember that he is with us always. Let anything be destroyed. Let everything be destroyed for that matter. Just remain faithful that nobody knows the end. Only God, our Father, knows the end. So (laughs) the end times always instill a certain amount of fear in people. Is it the end? We don't know. All we can do is to take encouragement from Jesus, not to join all those people who say, ooh, you know, this is the end. I am he. The time is near at hand. And we get many false prophets today who say that sort of thing. I think what we need to do is to look at the times in which we live today and to see this as a kairos moment, as a moment where God is alive amongst us, where things are happening. We've got to ask the Lord to give us the, the, the insight and the wisdom to read the signs of the times and to see that the situation we live in today is calling for a new solution, for new action. The situation in which we live today is one that calls for us to respond to the poor, to the widows, to the marginalized in our times. We need to be generous in sharing, like the the widow yesterday in the gospel. These are all the little pointers that Jesus gives us. So let's not be distracted by famine, by drought, by wars and earthquakes and ISIS and you name it. All these things, yes, they're all there and they're all very, very real. But let's never lose our faith and our trust in the Lord. So that's my prayer for this evening. May we never lose our faith and trust in the Lord and go with the false prophets who say, I am he, the end is nigh. We don't know when it's going to be.
Let's leave that to the Lord. Let's just live our lives as God would like us to live our lives. You will give me the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. I will find happiness in you at your right hand forever. You will give me the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. You will give me the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. Do great things for us, O Lord, for you are mighty and holy is your name. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation, he has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Do great things for us, O Lord, for you are mighty, and holy is your name. Now Christ is the shepherd of his flock. He loves and cares for his people. And so we turn to him in trust and say, Lord, we need your care. In Christ our Lord, you are pastor of all the ages. Protect our bishop, Bhuti, and all the pastors of your church. Be with those who are persecuted for their faith and those cut off from the support of the church. Good shepherd, in their pain and isolation, may they know your care. Bring healing to the sick. Give nourishment to the hungry. We remember those who make our laws and those who apply them. Lord, give them wisdom and discernment. And gather the flock for which you lay down your life. Bring home to their father's house all who have died in your peace. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yours is the day and yours the night, Lord God. Let the sun of justice shine so steadily in our hearts 
that we may come at length to that light where you dwell eternally. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Indeed, a lovely piece of music to play us out of our evening prayer. It's been lovely being with you for the last half hour. Do stay tuned to Radio Veritas. In a moment, we have the Angelus and the Rosary. So from me, Father Emil, get home safely. And if you are at home, relax. And I pray that you will have a quiet night's rest. From me, good night and God bless.